Okay, hello and welcome to the second episode of the British Endurance Athlete Podcast. First of all, I'd just like to apologise for the delay since the last one with the coronavirus um, situation as it is. I've um, just been struggling to find people to get on the podcast because it's now got to be done over the phone. But I'm really excited to have a really good friend of mine and probably one of North Wales' best athletes, Oshan Perrin, on the podcast today. Oshan, how are you? I'm very good, thanks. How are you, Sean? I'm good, thanks. So, Oshan has got a 1500-meter PB of 356. He's got a 3000-meter PB of 823. And this year, he's run 14.42 for the 5K. He was the uh, 2019 British Super Series Triathlon in champion for the junior section. Or was that the youth section? Uh, the youth. For the youth section. And... Numerous times he's won the Welsh cross-country title, the Welsh schools cross-country title, uh, and on the track. So, yeah, you've had a lot of success. Yeah, I have. Um, it went really well last year, actually. Probably one of my breakthrough years. Yeah, I was just some amazing results. So, just to start off, um, I thought I'd just go on something quite topical. Um, I was just going to ask you, how are you coping with the current situation and training with the coronavirus? Yeah, well, it is tough because obviously the pools are closed and swimming was uh, a big part of my training, you know. Yeah. I'd try and get in about nine hours a week and then that's just nine hours out the window. But, uh, yeah, hey, I'm I'm getting through it. Um, I've really upped my bike now, though. Okay. Are you yeah. doing anything kind of instead of the swim? Any stretch cord work or...? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm having to cope with just um, arm strength. I don't. I don't have any cords, but uh, I am doing a lot of press ups now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then you said you'd upped your bike volume a bit. Is that E1 Swift or? Uh, no. Well, luckily where I live, it's quite rural, so. Um, okay. Yeah. There's literally no one on the roads, so I can I can go out and do my uh, daily exercise there, and then I can run in my fields if I have to. Oh, that's pretty good. So you're still getting some training done. Yeah. And. Uh, are you thinking about swimming open water anytime soon, or is it still a bit cold for that? Well, I'll have to obviously wait until this um, lockdown's over. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't really been swimming, sadly. It's been about three weeks now. So, just... So I've probably lost my technique. <laughs> counting down the days until the pool's open again. Yeah, I, I don't have a clue when they'll be open, but um, just pray soon. I think, to be fair, everyone's in a similar situation so you're not missing out too much kind of thing so yeah obviously it's tough but there's not much you can do about it at the moment so no, just gotta keep cracking through yeah exactly get that bike bike and run get on top of that so yeah, yeah. so um next question i was just gonna ask because you know we've known each other for quite a long time we've been racing each other yeah. for a while um how did you get started in triathlon and athletics and yeah who kind of introduced you to the sport and what made you carry on with it i guess gosh um well probably back in primary school when i was doing the uh what we call it the mample gampai okay yeah sports day um you know they only did like short stuff so i think uh, the long distance back then was i think one lap round the tiny football pitch. Yeah, yeah, I remember those like, days. 
200 meters. <laughs> so, uh, I found I was good at good at the long distance back then. So uh, you know, I kept at it, and then um, I moved on in year three. I did the first of the um, the county cross countries, year three and four. Okay. Um, yeah. I came third the year young, so I was really pleased with that. Yes. Um, you know, going off no training because back then I loved my football. Okay. Do you played football quite a lot. Still play football at all, or? Oh, I had to, I had to give football up for my running. Um, okay. I think it was back in year seven when I was about eleven or twelve when I had to pack the football in. Kind of concentrated on running. It now I'll have a kick about outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's good to have other interests, I guess. But if you want to be serious yeah. about stuff, you got to concentrate on it. Yeah. So then year four. Um, I went there and then I, I won the Anglesey County cross country in the primary schools. Okay. And then I ended up doing my first um, big race, which was the North Wales cross country league where I raced you, Tom. Yeah, back in the day, was that Shandidno? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was. That race, yeah. Liam Rawlings was there as well. So, as you know, it was a good race. Yeah, I think that that's probably one of the only times I've ever beat you, that race. To be honest, Andrew Levens, Fair Cross Country, I loved it. So, yeah. did you start off with running and triathlon, or was it just um, running to start? It was, I actually got into introduced into triathlon when the first Sandman was on. Um, okay, yeah. I think I think I'd, I was around nine. Yeah. Um, when when it first came on, so you know that was just like a family thing. We all did it. Um, because I started swim club after um, I did the Sandman. So it actually, um, it, was, it was down to Always Aim High that I started triathlon. Yeah, really good company based in North Wales and they do a lot of great events. And uh, yeah, yeah. San- Sandman's quite an iconic one. So eight years ago, that must have been 2012, so around the same I'm not time. I'm sure on the date, but it was, it was around then. Okay, so a similar time to um, when Alistair Brownlee won Olympic gold. Did you... Did you know about that, you know, back then, or...? Um, back then, I wasn't really into the, uh, into the triathlon. No, you didn't really follow it? I was, no. I certainly, I was watching the running, though. I was really into the running. Yeah, okay. I got a bit inspired by, obviously, Mo Farah winning the, uh, the Olympics. Yeah, double gold. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, um... So, yeah, so after that, I set off and started with Menai Track and Field, yeah. but I just didn't enjoy the training, so um, I, I like had a year off not training with them, and then I got into into boxing. Into boxing? Oh, I didn't know that, that's something new. Yeah, oh, I, was, cool. I was pretty pretty good at boxing, I mean I didn't do any competitions, but the training there was so hard. So that's a warning to anyone who's uh, ducking you under the water in the race starts in the swim in the Super Series. Just know you've got a boxing background and uh, yeah, yeah, don't want to mess with you. I've learned some, learned some uppercuts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, watch out. <laughs> so would you say um, when you go into high school, you kind of go a bit more serious about it? Obviously, you won your first yeah. Welsh Cross yeah. Country Champs. So, and... um, well, before then, I did, in year six, I did my first. Uh, big triathlon event, so I, I did the, um, what do they call it, the IRC. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, sorry, no, I think that was, yeah, no, that was year six. Uh, 
I did my first IFC. I was a year young. It's kind of like the interregionals, isn't it? Yeah, for Britain, yeah. The the British. So it's it's like the Super Series, but it's just one big race. And and my first one, it wasn't in Mallory. It was in um, I think was it Nottingham? I think it was Nottingham. Okay, yeah. Um, I came sixteenth. I was really happy with that, as I was, you know, um, a year young. And back then, age differences are huge. Yeah. Um, and then I also, I think the year after, did the same race. The first time it was in Mallory. And my swimming was appalling. <laughs> I, I, I know how you feel. 40th. Yeah. Um, almost drowned. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not, not the best. But then my biking was just phenomenal. And... Obviously, my running was, was quite good as well, so I got I ended up getting, like, 50th fastest swim. Yeah. Um, my transitions were diabolical. I lost <laughs> about 30 seconds in them, because then put my helmet on, because I was uh, a bit dumb back then. <laughs> um, I had to get someone to help me put my helmet on. <laughs> oh. um, but then, yeah, I had to... I was really good at biking back then, because I used to bike to school all the time. So I, got, I ended up getting the fastest bike and, and the fastest run. Okay. To get it back to third, so. No, that's really good. And I knew, I knew I was going to be quite good at traveling if I could carry on. So you've been swimming, swimming, biking, and running, and doing the track stuff since, sort, since quite a young age, and then you had, I wouldn't say it was unexpected, but it was a pretty big win in two thousand sixteen when you won the mini marathon. Yeah. What was that like? Oh, it was amazing. I mean. Obviously, I went in it, and I, I wanted to try and win, but when I actually won, I just couldn't believe it, because I, I wanted to win, but I just wasn't expecting it. It's an amazing feeling. Yeah, no, I can imagine. Yeah, because back then, um, uh, there's some really good athletes. Uh, Harley Norman, he'd beaten uh, Tommy Dawson, Yeah. and Tommy Dawson was like winning everything back then. You know, he, he in the year before he broke the under thirteen record a year young. I think he ran fifteen forty five. Do you remember what you ended up running when you won? Yeah, I well, they messed up the chip timing, so we don't actually know what my actual time was. They think it was either fifteen fifty eight or sixteen oh one. Okay, yeah. But you know, around that mark. And that's for three miles. Yeah. And then, how many times have you raced the mini marathon since then? Um, well, this would have been my fifth year. Yeah. Because, um, obviously... It's been postponed postponed this yeah. year, hasn't it? Yeah. So, hopefully, I'll be going again in October. Okay. And then, you were fourth last year. Yeah. A year young. And you yeah. ran 14... What was it? Uh, 14... Fourteen thirty-four. That's crazy. So in three years, you've knocked almost a minute and a half off it, off your three-mile time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty incredible. Okay, so I just want to talk a little bit more about last year. So, um, obviously, you won the British Super Series. Yeah. You ran eight twenty-three Welsh school three thousand meter record. Was it and Welsh under seventeen record. Welsh under seventeen record. Okay. And uh, obviously three fifty six PB in the fifteen hundred, yeah. um, and yeah, you just you just seem to win almost 
every race you entered. I think the only guys who beat you last year were Ben Ro- Ben Reynolds in the fifteen hundred. Yeah. And Will Barnico is it in the Cyber Schools three K? Yeah. So um, yeah, you had a pretty amazing year. Just tell me a bit about that. And then I obviously came in into the winter. I did my first ever indoor. I ran eight forty eight. Yeah. Um, I was I was really pleased with that. Then there was the mini marathon trials, which was on the track, uh, which you were there. Yeah, that was that was a hard race. It was about minus three. I think we had yeah. Charlie Helson pacing. Yeah. Was it? And yeah, that that was an interesting race. It was very hard. Um, he ended up doing it as his temper, and I was like, mate, can you just try a bit harder, please? <laughs> but, so you won that. Do you remember where you ran for that? Yeah, I, I got just sub nine, but in the cold, it was yeah. ridiculously hard. I think I ran 9.10 for second there, so... 8.58, or it was only just under. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, you know, knocked off from running, uh, not being able to get under nine minutes, and getting 8.48 on the indoors which is meant to be slower. I was really pleased with that. Yeah, that's a pretty big jump. And then... Yeah. Outdoor track and season came, and... Yeah. I, I then did the Welsh cross-country. Um, I won that a year young. Yeah. So I was really pleased with that. Um, and then I went into the mini marathon and just had the race of my life, really. Did that um, did that surprise you? The race at the mini marathon? Well, I was, I was going for a time rather than a position. Okay. And then I thought, well, if I get this time, then I know I'm going to do well. Yeah. What time were you going for? Well, I wanted to, ru- I wanted to try and run uh, 4.48 per mile. Okay, so uh, that's 14.24? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's the time I was going for, but I didn't get the time. But it was quite windy as well. Um, yeah, it was a tough day out. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty windy, and it's quite wet as well. And the shoes I was wearing were slipping a bit on the wet patches. Um, then when we got in the sun, it was much drier. Okay, so you went fourth at the mini marathon, and then when did you when did you run for the first time under eight thirty? Oh well, I ran two days after the mini marathon. I did the three uh, k in Stratford. Okay, yeah. Um, and then I got eight. 28, I think. That was my first um, 3K that year, and I got I got sub 8.30 straight away. So what's that? That's the 22nd PB on your indoor performance? Yeah. That's... I was really pleased with that. What what kind of changed in the build-up to that between running 8.48 indoors and then going and running 8.28 outdoors? Were there any big changes, or was it just consistently building in your training? Gosh, um, well, I, I ended up doing, like, the previous year, I was doing all my long runs, probably between 7.30, uh, I was doing, like, 7.40, 7.30 for my long runs, and then I did one in seven minutes. Okay. And then, around October 2019, I just ended up doing, like, started running my paces out around so seven minutes for my long runs. Okay, it's yeah. It's still aerobic because I do all my runs on heart rate. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I just know all the zones and 
So you can kind of see the progression. If you get fitter, obviously, you're going to be able to run faster at a lower heart rate. Yeah, but it's amazing. Like, I didn't try and run faster. I just ran faster and didn't get out of breath. So I kept doing it. And it's like when, when that happened, I just really increased in my performance. Okay, so do you think it's more more of a change in kind of your aerobic ability compared to smashing out hard sessions or was it a bit of both? I honestly just think it's consistency. Yeah. Um, like when you had your previous podcast with Russell Bentley, it's so true. It's just being consistent with your training. Yeah. Just getting the miles in week after week. Yeah. Okay. And um, not getting injured as well because I've been really lucky with my injuries. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had, I've had like little niggles where I've been out for maybe a few days, but I wouldn't say I've had an injury, touch wood. Yeah, so is there any anything super important you do to avoid injuries apart from training consistently, like gym work or stretching? Yeah, well, I, to be honest, Tom, I actually don't stretch enough. <laughs> I recently started. Um, Can you touch your toes? Uh, just about. Just about, that's good enough. Yeah, um... I think running on different terrains is probably one of the key things. Yeah. Uh, so they're like grass, or do you mean track? Just... Oh, well, you know, grass, track, road, trail, just mix it all up. It's been hard than I've been in lockdown because I would usually like to run in um, Uber Forest. But okay. uh, I'm not sure they, they want us to run that, I think, because... It's kind of a mix of, like, sand and trail there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really good, that. Um, you know, just running on different terrains... I feel like it just gets your gets your feet strengthened in a different way. Okay. And so just moving away from the running a bit, you had a really, really strong season uh, in terms of triathlon in 2019 as well. You won the performance assessment, you won the under-20s festival in Mallory, and you won Leeds, and then you got second at Eton and third youth in Kanechi, I think it was. Just talk to me a bit about that. I went into that moving from the previous year that I'd have to try and sort my my biking out. Okay, yeah. Because the, the, the year before, when I was in the younger year, my biking just, just wasn't up to it. You know, my, my swimming was good. I would be up there in the swimming. My transitions were, oh my God, symbolical. <laughs> <laughs> Every mean, race. I, I can't even tell you how bad my transitions are. I talk to you after most races and just you always tell me how slow the transitions are. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Last year in Hanehi, um, I think I came out the water 11th. Yeah. Um, Finian Hutchinson was behind me on the swim. Okay. And he came out of transition first. <sighs> so I could have come out of transition at the same time. Yeah. But I was actually a 20 seconds slower in transition. <laughs> <laughs> What what's going on in transition? Are you, are you having a cup of tea or something? Are you sitting down? Like what's making them so um, slow? You know, I just I just like to have, to have a chat with some of the people on the side. You see what's going on? Um, but no, I just I have no clue. I like I take my wetsuit off. <laughs> just doesn't want to. It just wants to stay on me. Just right. I think you'll just have to race in your wetsuit for the for the bike and the run next time. Yeah, I might get a bit hot. <laughs> Marginal gains. So um, when when you won in Loughborough, so the first race of the season, um, was that unexpected because you kind of ran away from everyone there? Or did you kind of know if you came off the bike in the right group, you'd have a good shot at winning? 
Yeah, well, I just, I knew that my running off the bike was, was um, a lot better. Yeah. So I thought if I'm within a certain time behind these people, I'll, I should try and get the win. Okay, and did you just kind of carry on with that strategy through the season? Yeah, I basically went through that. Um, okay. Cause... The only time that people thought they could, because I think it was in Eton Dorney, the one where I came uh, second. Yeah. It, it was 34 or 35 degrees. Oh, God. It's um, so boiling hot. Um, yeah, it was really hot. Uh, and people tried to break away from me on the bike, but... They couldn't because my biking was quite strong. Yeah. Um, so then I just stayed in the pack. And then I was a bit of a, a numpty back then. <laughs> I decided to absolutely blitz it going out of transition because of another poor transition as expected. Yeah. Um, probably lost about 10 seconds on transition again there. I absolutely blitzed it out and almost died of heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, at least you still got a podium, mate. Yeah, I mean, I was in first by about 50, 100 metres at, at one point. They should have it. Oh, these things, these things happen, honestly. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've covered 2019, and I was just going to ask you, you know, don't worry if you don't want to go too much into detail, but what does kind of an average training week look like you? Um, what kind of things are you doing just to be able to perform at this level? Um, well, obviously, before lockdown, I was trying to... My my swimming and my running was the thing I was doing mainly. Okay, yeah. Um, I was trying to swim... Um, let me think. Yeah, I was doing about eight hours of swimming. Um, and then I was, re- I was trying to run, you know, five times a week, six times a week. Yeah. So most days and then... twice a week. Okay, and does your training kind of change throughout the year as you get closer to races, or...? Mm, I wouldn't say I'm, I go in so much like the usual um, big mileage in the winter and then more faster speed stuff in the summer. I would say I, I just keep my mileage the same and just change my sessions. Okay, yeah, so is it kind of changing the terrain, so grass for cross-country season and track before...? <laughs> track races so like in the winter I'll try and do more grass sessions yeah um, you know going off minutes rather than distance okay and then in the summer I'll do more speed sessions which are usually a bit less because they're more intense so yeah my, my mileage would drop a bit in the summer but not due to my runs like my average long runs or anything like that okay and um, you seem pretty specific when it comes to picking races so you missed the Welsh schools this year um is it kind of a choice to concentrate on certain races or do you just do you just prefer doing the bigger ones well to be honest Tom I just can't be bothered travelling all the way down to South Wales <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people in North Wales feel the same I mean all the races are down there and it's just such a pain no I, I completely you agree when the last time the Welsh schools was up north yeah, I I don't think I've ever raced uh, a cross country champs in North Wales. Maybe Codwen, but that's more yeah, mid Wales. Yeah, yeah, I think they they just get such a poor turnout from South Wales people when it's up in the north that yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's a shame. I mean, yeah, there's nothing much to it than that because I think, well, you know, the same people are going to be in the Welsh Champs, so I may as well go to that. Yeah. Um, and that's what I did. And you won Welsh Champs this year. Yeah. And uh, with with a man bun, I think, he was sworn for the race. That was an interesting I'm look. I have to get my hair out of the way because I'm starting to choke in it. So. <laughs> starting to obscure your vision. So, um, when it comes to racing, you know, we've trained together in the past, we've done a bit on the track, um, and, you know, obviously you train, you train really hard, and, um, you hear out good times in training sessions, but whenever I seem to race you, you always seem to have another level. I especially remember last year, uh, the Welsh Cross Country Champs in Pembry, I think there was a pack of about five of us, six of us, uh, after about 2k, and then... It almost seemed like you you just had enough of running at the pace and you kind of sprinted off. And, um, yeah, we didn't see you until the end of the race and you'd won. So do you save something for race day or what is it? I'm, I'm not sure, really. I mean, it's got to be something to do with um, my training because I do all my training on my own. Yeah. But I think maybe the, the time trialing type of stuff of me just, like, trying to run away, I think I'm used to it because I do... I, do all my running on my own, um, and I do all my biking on my own. It's, it's only the, the swimming that I actually go to a club. Okay, yeah. So do you, do you think that when it comes to race day, do you feel like having other people there pushes you on a bit more, maybe? Yeah, I think it's got to be something like that. And I think with me training on my own, I'm not scared of like taking on the pace. Yeah. Okay, so kind of running your own race. I feel, yeah, if I feel that it's too slow. I'll I'll take it on. That's I think that's what I did in the mini marathon last year. Yeah. And four people followed me, and we broke away from the the big group. No, it's a brave way to race, but when it pays off, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, it really is. And um, how does tra- so when you train? You know, everyone's heard about Kipchoge only going ninety percent in train sessions. Is that something similar to what you do, and you save a bit for race day, or how often do you go all out in training? Um, it really depends on the session. So, you know, because I, I go off what Andy gives me. Okay, so I'm that's... got a structured program going up to parades or something, so... Yeah, that's your run coach, um, isn't it? Sorry? That Andy, that's your run coach. Yeah, Andy Walling. Okay, so he coaches Carrie Hughes as well and Oli yep. Barbaresi to, um... Pretty, pretty good runners from the North Wales area, yeah. and um, yeah, he's coached loads, of, loads of good people. So, um, how come you don't kind of train a group? How come it's mostly by yourself? Um, well, I think it's it's really hard to, to try and get someone training with me because you know I don't think a lot of people um, up here aren't the best on the bike. So yeah. if I want to go out on the bike, I, well, I don't know the people, to be honest. Um, there is a, a bike group, Energy Cycles, but that's it's quite far away, and they start in Carnarvon yeah. on so, a Sunday, which is when I do my long runs. So I guess it's just easier for you. just trying to fit it in. Yeah. No, I think there's a problem a lot of people find when they're training for triathlon, just trying to get sessions, and, you know, you might have a track session on a Tuesday that clashes with a swim session, and... Yeah, it's tough trying to fit everything in. Yeah. 
definitely. You so can't, you can't choose really your your swim sessions. No, that's they're put down by the club. That's true. So wh- how often do you swim with the club? Is that every session you do, or do you swim by yourself sometimes? Uh no, I do one swim on my own on a Monday, and then I swim with the club Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. Okay, so um, I was just going to ask you, obviously, the whole kind of structure of the year has changed now with the coronavirus. British Triathlon have cancelled all races until July, I think, and it's looking likely that, you know, the races after July will be cancelled as well. What were your plans for the year, and what are they now? So I wanted to do the, the Super Series again. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the first one would have been, I think, last week. Yeah. And then I wanted to do the mini marathon, which would have been three weeks from then. Okay. Um, and then I wanted to try and wanted to try and get on the track as well. Um, there, there was an under eighteen European uh, qualifier, and I wanted to try and get in that because I was on the long list. Yeah. Um, you know, there'd been some some fast people as well. I, I reckon Will Barneycoat would, would have probably been in it. Um, okay, what for what distance was that? Yeah, uh, for 3k. Yeah, and do you know what the standard was? What the time needed? Oh, uh, well, they, they didn't specify on the thing, they just said from what I'd run last year. So I'd, I'd imagine it would, I would have had to have got below 8.23. Yeah. Because that's what I did last year. Okay. So, um, aiming for the mini marathon, was that trying to win this year? Yeah, I was. I did want. To, I, that was probably one of my main aims because um, I absolutely love the mini marathon. It's definitely yeah. the best race that I've ever done. Yeah, crazy atmosphere. Yeah. Because you're there racing the same day as the yeah. pros are racing the marathon. Yeah, it's crazy getting up at half five. Yeah. In the best outfit. Getting the best in. Yeah. And then you're just in a in a room of over a thousand people. Yeah, that and is crazy. And then the toilets are absolutely shocking because <laughs> <laughs> you got everyone using those toilets, and yeah, no, no, I, 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 I remember. I hold one one yeah, because I couldn't. <laughs> Always risky. It is. No, oh, but no. Try to take it off, Russell. You know, <laughs> smell a bit. They might not want to run with me. Oh, maybe maybe I'll have to wait until uh, October because that's when it's been rearranged, hasn't it? October now. October. You have to wait till October to use that tactic. Yep. Um, it's quite annoying though because I thought this year we'd be able to try and get a record, but I'm not sure they'd allow us now as we would be out of the under 17 yeah. in October. So I don't know really how that's going to work with these um, records. So obviously with these new shoes as well, you're going to expect them to go. Yeah. Are you. What's your kind of stance on the. On the new shoes, are you wearing them? Are you training them? Um, well, you, you've got to get them if you want to be up there. I mean, I personally feel like I'm cheating wearing them. Yeah. Um, I just, I think running should be down to the person, not what they're wearing. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who feel the same. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. I mean, some people think that, you know, it's good because they want to get fast times, but then you look at all these records. How's it, how's it going to work? Because some of these people... For instance, Paula Radcliffe. Yeah. You know, her record's gone, but is it down to her shoes? Something like a 15-year record, and it's not like they had the technology back then. No. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough it's decision. Shame, I think. 
I guess. But, you know, we've, we've got to do what we've got to do, and if Wayne then chooses what we've got to do to be the best, we, we've got to we've got to get them. I guess if it if it, it's a tough decision, because if it puts you on an equal field at the start of the race with uh, everyone else, it's kind of hard hard not to, I guess. Yeah. You don't want to... You don't want to lose out on a place on a team or on a PB <coughs> because because you haven't got the shoes. Yeah, it's sad, really. Yeah, it's a weird situation to be in, I think. Yeah, definitely. So you said the mini marathon was one of your big goals. Um, yeah. How do you go about setting goals? Do you just have main ones for the season? Do you have monthly ones, weekly ones? What kind um, of thing well, do you do? Firstly, I like... I say what times you want to get on the track. Okay. This year, I wanted to try and get below 8.15 for 3K. I wanted to try and get um, sub 3.50 for 1,500. Um, oh, sorry, for 1,500. And then I wanted to actually try and do an 800 because okay. I think my uh, 800 PB is still standing at a strong... Yeah, I was having a look early on Power of 10. I think it was about five years ago you ran that and yeah. oh, it made me laugh. It was like part of the North Wales League. Yeah. James Jones. <laughs> Crazy sprint finish. So, is it just big goals you set for the season? Like times? Or... Yeah, so I like to set times. Yeah. I've got something to train for. But then I also like to set like main race goals and then I'll set um, like races yeah training races for the big races okay so most of your program is fixed around races you don't kind of do any time trials um in training or have training goals or what's that like yeah well, I all my trainings for a race so if i okay. want to try and get for instance um 8.30 on on the track i know i've got to run a 68 for 400 so then I'll do some, some like, 400s at 68, so yeah. I'll change them to 600s. And it, I basically, the, the more I can do at that pace, the, the better I know at. Okay, so... If I can actually keep the pace. How's that um, kind of changed with no races for you now? What are you, what are you aiming for? Are you just training for the sake of training, or...? Oh, I don't think there's any point smashing the training now if the next race isn't going to be for at least two months. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if you're smashing it now, then by the time you get to a race, you're just going to want to have a break. Yeah, you're either going to get injured or you're going to be knackered. Yeah. Oh, that sounds I'm, like... I'm, I'm really... Um, I'm actually enjoying this uh, this lockdown. It's really suiting me for my training. Yeah. Not for the for the swimming. But I'm managing to really up my bike, which is what I really needed to do. Cause yeah. I've been biking twice a week, so hopefully I'll come out of this really strong on the bike. And it yeah, you never know. You might be doing solo breakaways on the bike next season. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, I just wanted to um, finish up with just a quick fire question round. Okay, you up for that? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Um, so, you talked about football earlier. But what is your favourite sport? Football. Football. <laughs> okay. Um, favourite place to train? Um, that's a tough one. Probably, I'd probably have to say Trebos, just because it's an amazing track. Yeah. 
it's just got an amazing atmosphere there, hasn't it? It really has. Okay, so, favourite... Oh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, favourite race location? Okay. Uh, what's the hardest session you've ever done? Um, well, it's going to sound uh, sound babyish compared to Russell Bentley's one. <laughs> 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 um, gosh. I mean, I've done I've done some hard swim sets as well. Yeah. Yeah, it'd probably be one of these swim sets. I'd say. Okay. Uh, I think it was 35, 100s at threshold. That sounds, yeah, that sounds pretty horrible. Yeah, it was pretty grim. And then the the recovery was like, if you, know, you do like 500s, 4 100s, 3 100s, 2 100s, and then 1 100. Oof. And the recovery would like keep changing, so it'd be like, 145, then 145, then 135, then 135, then 135, then 135, then 135, then 